Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences as three Black women on this amazing journey of living our best life, trying to support each other as we figure out this ghetto world of adulting. I am joined by my amazing co-host, Nay and Sunny D. Hey honeys, I'm Nay, your virtual homegirl who thoughts on almost any and everything. Also, full-time parent, and sometimes you may hear my little one in the background of this podcast. Lo siento, I am sorry. To me, adulting is a game of whack-a-mole. Once you think you have one thing conquered, something else pops right up. Hey everyone, it's Sunny D. And to me, adulting is choosing to be your best self while that laundry piles up and the dogs chew on your good shoes. Yo, this is your girl, Nakai, and I'm your host of Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I randomly burst out in song, love ice, and think adulting is a beautiful storm of I get to do what I want to do mixed with what the hell did I sign up for? Thanks for joining us. Now let's get to the episode. Hey, welcome back to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we deliver entertaining, educational, and some inspirational thoughts and comments all about adulting. Happy National Chocolate Day, and which is on Friday, but we hope y'all enjoy today and all week. So eat your chocolate, eat your chocolate, eat your brownies like me. So guys, it is the most favorite, 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 favorite part of the beginning of our episode. It is time for our question of the week. So ladies, what is your ultimate guilty pleasure? I thoroughly enjoy binging whatever type of entertainment that I am like obsessed with at that moment. It's either like a TV show like Abbott Elementary or House of Dragon or something like that while simultaneously being on Twitter and watching Black Twitter commenting on it at the same time because the way we comment on things is literally the best part of social media. And I want to do all that alone by myself for me i would say a nice warm brownie with some ice cream drizzled with caramel sauce some whipped cream with like the little what's it called like sprinkles a real cherry one with the seed inside all together while i'm like either binging a tv show or literally just reading a book but as long as i have that dessert mm, 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 life is good i was giving y'all the pg version because then i was thinking of me and Nate, i was like should i go blueprint at the dark or stay the course. So I stayed the course. Thank you for saying the course. My ultimate guilty pleasure, like you, I'm going to keep it PG. It would be either going to sleep with my weighted blanket or going to sleep with my heated, with my heating pad. So much so that I tell Jay that unless he puts the weighted blanket on the bed, it cannot go on the bed Monday through Thursday because it is so hard to get up with that weighted blanket on. Like I found myself hitting the snooze button for an hour because I just, I'm in such a deep sleep and it just feels so comfortable. So the weighted blanket has been evicted off of our bed during the week because we can't be productive with it. But thank you ladies for answering that question of the week. Let's get to something juicy. So this week's either or is the age old question. Would you rather have chocolate or caramel or caramel depending on where you're from i love caramel but this crown after this root canal won't let me be great so unless it's the chewy caramel like the tacky that gets stuck on it's like that i can't i can't do that but because chocolate doesn't give me no problems ever chocolate is the way to go <laughs> that's funny i am a caramel girl through and through like give anything that 
I have, if I can just drizzle some caramel on there, amazing. There's this place called Andy's Custard. Baby, I'll get like a concrete and ask them like to fill the middle with nothing but caramel. Like it's just, it's so good. And then it just brings like this genesis quad to anything you eat. It's just this mm, good feeling. It makes you happy. It gives you like, it gives me like the little dancing jitters when I eat it. But then when it's that time of the month, give me chocolate. And my chocolate needs to be a brownie covered with like a double Dutch dark chocolate. Yeah. So renegade rule breaker follower of even my own rules. I have caveats. So chocolate, I need hazelnut with it. It is something about that cocoa hazelnut combo that is my happy place. But if I can't have that, I'll do caramel, but only caramel if it's on like a dessert and if it is fresh or not fresh, but authentic caramel, like brown you some butter and mix that with cream type of caramel. Don't give me none of that artificial fake stuff. Like I need only real natural ingredients, please. I see y'all shaking y'all head. Y'all, y'all feel me. Y'all are my people if I ever doubt it. Seems like caramel has a sin of code or it did have Sunny D. R.I.P. Not because you did, but because you can't indulge no more. Girl. <laughs> Listen, those Werther's Originals caramels, the hard caramels are top notch in my book. I'm sure there's something more gourmet in the caramel world. I'm positive. But those right there, I'm killing a bag as soon as you give it to me. Don't care what size, all of it. I will eat three at a time because it's an obsession. See, that's so funny you said that because with me, what had me in a chocolate were the reasons with the chocolate caramel in the inside. (laughs) But what has me in a chokehold is if y'all go to Costco and they have these dark chocolate sea salt caramels and baby, I see your face, Nay. But when I say those things are the devil and I mean, you just, they're like Pringles. You just can't pop just one. You're like one. Okay. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop after this one. I'm going to stop after this one. And then it's just the bite. It's the mixture of the dark chocolate with the caramel inside. And it just makes my whole life happy. So, okay. We are caramel girls chocolate on certain days all right audience as y'all know nay and sunny are funny if y'all could ever whenever y'all ever see them y'all be like oh my gosh these girls are hilarious um but as y'all know we start off with a quote of every single episode and today's quote is chocolate doesn't ask silly questions chocolate understands I agree. However, comma, chocolate might not ask silly questions, but sometimes you get silly statements in the Dove chocolates. I forget they have those in the wrappers. They're like the, the Snapple caps of like the chocolate world. I agree with this quote because it understands me completely in every way, shape or forms. It knows what my body needs, even when I don't know what it needs. You know what I'm saying? You just have that piece of chocolate and then it's like, ooh, I feel better. That's what I needed. Or a bar of chocolate or a bowl of chocolate. You know, whatever your thing is. But this is how I know that God is real because chocolate exists in many forms and with easy access. Amen? Church. It also reminds me of this quote. I think I saw this on a mug like years ago. And it was like, if heaven doesn't have chocolate, I'm not going. And I was like, I understand. I thought you was going to say, this is how I know God is black because chocolate exists. Y'all better not be wrapping your salvation up in chocolate. I'm side-eyed and judging all of y'all. Listen, I'm not even worried about it because the streets are paved with gold. There's chocolate in heaven because the Lord loves me and he knows what I need. I don't know what movie it was, but remember when the guy goes up to heaven and then he had like these, or was it a commercial? Like, oh, it was a got milk commercial and they were in heaven and had these big chocolate chip cookies. Do y'all remember that? 
And I was, I remember because I was like, ooh. So when you get across the pearly gates, you get a big chocolate chip cookie. Man, I'm going to heaven, bro. <laughs> Make it get your life together, don't it? Ooh, a fresh chocolate chip cookie that is slightly underdone and a glass of almond milk. Hallelujah. Minus the almond milk, but yes. I'm with you. Minus the almond milk. Yes, yes. Girl, the brownies, everything. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm glad I'm not the only one who likes slightly underdone baked goods. That's the best way to cook them because if you cook them and you let them sit, they're still going to continue to cook. So you're going to end up burning and burnt, like making my cookie hard. And I'm be mad because I'm now I'm eating a crisp. If I wanted a crisp, I would go get an Oreo with a crunch. I want something soft and gooey. That this is the contention in my house because my husband likes like the chips ahoy, like the crunchy cookies and. I am very much a soft, like pull apart yumminess. So the cheat code when you're baking cookies at home is however long, whether it, they're pre-made and you read the, the timing on it. Say you got to put it in there for 15 minutes, set your timer for like nine and turn the oven off. I mean, I'm like salmonella who like them nine minutes, the salmonella is gone by then. Like everything else, that's just because, you know, big mama oven don't work all the time properly. Like them cookies, the bacteria and everything, it, it done at nine. It's done at nine you don't need them extra minutes you know? it's funny you say that because i remember when my grandma used to cook cookies especially for my grandfather she used to always like she'll put them in there and then she'll walk away she didn't put no timer on anything she said take those cookies out and i was like but because i me being a little kid was like learning so i'll put the timer i was like the timer didn't go off granny she was like i smelled them take them cookies out and so i'm like okay so i'll take them out and then they're like perfect they're always perfect but then when i started making them the first time Yep, the nose knows. Uh, when I had made them and I put the timer on, I was like, why my cookies keep coming up burnt? <laughs> That's hilarious. The nose knows. That That is an old African proverb, I feel like. It should be written on a mug or a shirt or, or something. Maybe like, you know what? Maybe a sign in the kitchen over the oven or something. I don't know. Instead of like family gathers or something, it should be the nose knows. I'm gonna get, you know, I'm gonna make one of those. That's what I'm gonna do. So as you guys could tell, we are team sweets over here. We love some some chocolate we love all those things and we're dedicating this entire episode to the love that is the cocoa bean okay the cacao if you will so national chocolate day is a very important day at least for me because i adore chocolate i used to work at a chocolate store like post-college somewhere in my 20s and i loved it but i'd actually been going to the store since i was younger so i used to work at godiva right and i remember when i was little my dad would take us about us I really mean me because I don't think my brother really cared that much he was fine with a Hershey bar but my dad liked to give us you know elevated experiences from time to time and I remember going to Godiva this is the first time I've been to like a chocolate store where all they sold was chocolate and there's a beautiful clear case and there's all kinds of chocolatey goodies and things to nibble on and stuff like that and they weren't inexpensive you know what I mean but it was a treat. And it was one of the things that my dad had planted into my head. This is the type of elegance or luxury that you have the ability to have, like being able to go to a Godiva store and pick out some, you know, expensive European chocolates is something that I have access to. It's not just the candy out at the grocery store or at the corner store. There's places like this that exist. And it always planted a seed in my head that there's so much more than what you are used to seeing and you deserve to have the best 
whatever that is for you, right? And it started it started with going to this chocolate store. And then years later, I ended up working there. Like conveniently, it was kind of like a weird full circle moment. So I know you know that there's multiple types of chocolate. Did you know there are four types of chocolate? No, what are they? Let me tell you. So you have your good old fashioned classic milk chocolate, right? That's all your your Hershey bars. That's the main chocolate you see in stores. That's the good old classic chocolate bar, right? Then you have white chocolate, which technically isn't chocolate because there's no cocoa in it, but it is cocoa butter, which is why it kind of is included in that. And there's different variations of white chocolate. We'll get to that later. Then there is dark chocolate, my personal favorite. That means essentially it has a higher cocoa content because I'm sure you ladies know, but listeners, cocoa isn't sweet. Like actual like chocolate isn't sweet in any way, shape or form. There's actually savory dishes that are made with chocolate, like mole. So the higher the content, I think nowadays you can see them on the chocolate bars with the different percentages. That's the percentage of cocoa that is in that particular bar, which means it's also the more likelihood that it's going to be bitter to taste, depending on what your taste buds are like adjusted to. And then there's ruby chocolate. Have y'all heard of ruby chocolate? I have. It's actually one of my favorites. I feel like it's uppity chocolate because it is very rare that I come across it. But a pre-pandemic in San Diego, there was a place called Crema Street. Now Crema Street had a red, a ruby cacao ice cream. I used to get the signature creation of it. It had the ruby cacao ice cream with fresh strawberries, fresh blueberries, mini chocolate chips, and whipped cream. I loved it. It was my dream. Perfect pairing. Y'all hear all the freshness. It was my jam. So I don't know what ruby chocolate is. What's ruby chocolate? Let me tell you. So I've recently, by recently, like just within the last few years, have been introduced to ruby chocolate. Again, being someone that had worked at a European chocolate boutique for like four years, I know that you can like add food coloring or flavoring to white chocolate to make it change colors and all that kind of stuff. So instinctually, that's what I thought this was. Maybe it's like strawberry flavored white chocolate or something, but no, it is not. And I actually, the first time I had it was Magnum ice cream, which also had me in a chokehold for quite some time. They had their ice cream bars were dipped in ruby chocolate. And that's probably the fastest I've ever killed a box of ice cream bars in my life. So what ruby chocolate is, is it is a variety of chocolate introduced in 2017-ish by a Belgian Swiss company, Barry Calbo, I'm assuming. I don't know. I'm not Belgian. I probably pronounced that very, very incorrectly. But uh, it had been in development since like 2004. It was patented in 2015. And essentially it is marketed as the fourth type of chocolate along with your dark, your milk, and your white. Okay. And it has like mauve kind of pink color, not like baby pink. Like you would think of like when you add strawberry to white chocolate, but it's like a mauve kind of color. It still looks brownish, but pinkish. I don't know. It's delightful. I actually think it's a beautiful color for chocolate personally. So what it is, is it is chocolate that's made from ruby cocoa beans. And these are existing botanical cocoa bean variety that have been identified as having the right attributes to be processed into ruby chocolate. So it's kind of like, I guess the bean itself is what gives the chocolate like this ruby-ish or pinkish mauve kind of color to it. But it is a cocoa bean that has been developed and they've been, I guess, developing this recipe to make it into ruby chocolate, which 
which is now the fourth chocolate flavor. It's not as popular, obviously, as the others because most people don't know about it. But I have been seeing it more often come up in things. And I think it's a really fun flavor. So that's definitely a chocolate flavor that's been added to my uh, very long list of chocolate tastiness, which also begs me the question, what is your favorite chocolate treat? And we know Nakai went on this whole love story with the brownie a second ago, but aside from that, do you have a favorite chocolate treat? A homemade brownie? Okay. I mean, brownies are my heart. Like if I'm being honest, that's my heart. But if I could a chocolate cake, however, it needs to be homemade from scratch, very moist and with chocolate caramel icing from scratch. My grandmother made it one year. I know my grandmother made it one year and it was so good. Like so good. She never made it again, but because people were like, it was too chocolatey. It was perfect. Yes, it was perfect. And then you had that caramel, like kick that came out of it and then the drizzle on top it was the best ever so I would say that but since my grandmother doesn't make it a lot my brownies oh and they made me some brownies in San Diego <laughs> you know, those in like two days bro man for a little while during the pandemic me being a new mom with the infant and Nakaya finally bringing her butt back to me I think I kept her stock with like sweets and food maybe subconsciously that was me being like you don't need to leave me ever again <laughs> I'm going to ply you with all of your favorites. But yes, that, that was the time. Um, I guess my favorite chocolate treat, something that comes to mind because of nostalgia was my mom for one holiday made a punch bowl cake that was like chocolate and some more stuff. And I can't quite remember exactly what was in it, but I know it had chocolate in it. And I remember how it made me feel. Oh my goodness. That sounds totally on brand. Also, I think my favorite thing to make for myself would be if calories aren't an issue because chocolate be having a hold on my weight. But if you take two slightly underdone cookies, like chocolate chip cookies or sugar cookies or two brownies and you put some Nutella in the middle, then you eat it. So rich, so decadent. I love it. Question. Pregunta. Is Nutella similar to peanut butter? Like, because I feel like that would be very like sticky and dry my throat out. Like, I don't know about that. First of all, put some respect on Nutella's name because that was disrespectful. Second of all, Nutella is a perfect threesome of milk, milk chocolate, well, cocoa and hazelnut and sugar blended together into deliciousness, not peanut butter. My bad. I've never had Nutella, hence I'm going to say I'm going to be very disrespectful because it has nuts in it and I'm allergic. So, I mean, I ain't got to respect nothing I can't have. (laughs) That'll probably kill you. That part. (laughs) That's trying to kill me on the side. Okay, may I have to tell you, did you know, I'm sure you do, but I'm going to ask you anyway, there's a Nutella hotel in Napa Valley. Oh, you didn't know. Oh yeah. I did not tell me more. Yeah. So I remember seeing this, it probably was during the pandemic actually, but this video came across my timeline in some way, shape or form. And it was on the YouTube, I don't know, but it was a, like a room tour or 
kind of sort of, I guess, hotel tour review of, it's called a, a Hotella Nutella. <laughs> it's in Napa Valley and it features 10 guest rooms, a swimming pool, a jacuzzi, and a movie theater with food themed films like these white people. Anyways, their whole theming is Nutella. Like the entryway is a, like, it's like you're walking through a Nutella like tub of Nutella or whatever. They have like Nutella bedspreads and they have like miniature Nutella things. Like the whole hotel, like full theming is Nutella. She's coming back to the States and that's the first place she's going. (laughs) You would think, but maybe not because looking at it, no shade, no tea. The place seems very like... It's not given what it's supposed to get. It seems very gaudy. However, if we were to elevate the style and still have all of the Nutella food elements, you have my attention. But what they have online is like country 2520 grandma house with a whole lot of like Nutella trinkets there. I ain't trying to stay there. No, it is legitimately just a a big Nutella explosion and not in the trendiest of ways, but it's just like, here's a weird place to go for all of you people that are obsessed with Nutella. And then they just like made it. But the fact that something like this exists is hilarious. But to have like, one thing that I I think I would be more intrigued with is if it was like a Nutella a restaurant and there were just like dishes or like a, a buffet of some sort and there were just like dishes that incorporates Nutella in various ways that is like innovative and like kind of cool modern a little bit without the you know I don't necessarily need to walk through a tub of Nutella to get to it but it would be cool you just gave somebody some idea to um open up a restaurant plug hey we want our royalties oh just to circle back one more time on the Nutella hotel the chef chef tanya holland is a black woman and she was on chop yeah i think that's pretty cool okay you've piqued my attention i'm gonna have to go look that up sorry y'all i she forgot cute. i had this mudslide we made chocolatey beverages for the episode and i'm enjoying it thoroughly she cute she got a little fade and a red lip she real cute mm-hmm. and look glasses they go wire rim too on this picture she look real cute black. i'm never mad at a red lip never so my favorite chocolate treat is when i worked at the diver they used to have these boxes and they had them in various sizes you could do like eight piece box or 16 piece or whatever and you could pick any of the chocolate truffles or chocolate treats or whatever confections in the case and build your own box of chocolate and I would do that with the pecan caramel clusters the cashew clusters because I love cashews and a variety of the dark chocolate truffles because dark chocolate is my jam and I used to build it and I would always put it in the refrigerator because I like my truffles to be cold I don't like them to be room temperature and immediately start melting because real chocolate will melt because of the cream and stuff but I liked it because they were colder and they would last longer if I'm eating them like a piece at a time and I can just sit with my box of chocolate and just watch a movie or something that has always been one of my favorite things I also have this weirdness about brownies I love brownies I do not like chocolate cake and I always hear this because people are always giving me the side eye when I tell them this and I'm like this consistency is totally different it is not the same 
thing, okay? Chocolate cakes can be very dry and not, even though it's quote unquote chocolate, even though it's brown, don't mean it's chocolate cake, okay? So no. And there's been very few chocolate cakes that I've had in my lifetime that I would eat again. One of which was a Godiva cupcake. They don't even make them anymore, but it was like the best thing I'd ever had in my life. But brownies over chocolate cake any day of the week. I agree with you on that. That's why when I was talking about the dessert my uh, grandmother made earlier, I said it was moist, very moist. Because to me, one, if you don't know how to bake, just say you don't know how to bake. That's it. But brownies give you, like you said, it's a different texture. It gives you a different feeling in your mouth and oral sensation versus when we think of a chocolate cake. It's more, I don't know. It's, if it's a really good cake, some cake really melt in your mouth, if that makes sense. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. And we're going to keep it in the daylight, okay? Because we're, it's not that episode yet. We will get there, not today. So the only exception to the chocolate cake rule for me is red velvet. I am aware that red velvet technically is chocolate cake. I know this. However, comma, it is different than chocolate cake. It is superior chocolate red velvet cookies, red velvet brownies, red velvet cupcakes, red velvet cake pops, red velvet ice cream. Listen, listen, if it's red velvet, sign me up. I think with red velvet, people are consciously aware that it has the tendency to be dry. So they make a concerted effort to make sure the moisture is there. Whereas regular chocolate cake, people just, you know, throw caution to the wind and be like, well, it's chocolate. It'll be moist. And that ain't true. Unless maybe you make it underdone. But still, red velvet, the best chocolate cake, especially when you get some fresh cream trees off frosting on top of it. Hallelujah. I'm going to be the outlier on here and say it's a lie. Like to me, red velvet is a lie. It's literally chocolate cake masking as a red cake. I see your face and audience. You can come for me, but you can come for your mama too. These two girls over here literally fighting me. on this but I just don't understand like you literally just make chocolate cake add some red food coloring and call it red velvet like that is a I'm I'm no no and I don't know what red velvet cake y'all had but typically the one the good stuff The one I have tried, and it was one and only one time, it was dry and I tossed that crap in the trash. I was like, this is like cardboard. Why do people like this stuff? That's, it's horrible. No. Somebody did you dirty because red velvet tastes nothing like chocolate cake. It is its own thing. It is its own level of fabulousness. Okay. And I will challenge you, as you like to say to others, next time Crumble has a red velvet cookie on their menu, get it. Wait, you didn't have any of the red velvet cupcakes from my baby shower? Because them are the, those were the moistest cupcake I have ever had. Like, leave it in the refrigerator five days later, still be moist, moist. Shout out to Cupcakes a la Yola in San Diego. If they're still open from the pandemic, she sponsored, well, not sponsored, but she made the dessert for my baby shower because those red velvet cupcakes had me in such a chokehold, like so moist you see the remnants of it when you peel the wrapper from the cupcake like that moist like beyond pillowy they were almost wet that's how moist they were pun intended listen I am excited over here okay literally I listen red velvet you talk about a chokehold listen listen you talk about a chokehold red velvet is that bitch okay ugh 
Ugh, ugh, I can't. You know, we this this conversation can last for a very long time, particularly on Red Velvet and Red Velvet Alone. But I wanted to to give you guys some interesting facts about chocolate that I found. So, have you had or do you know about the world's like spiciest chocolate? No, tell us. I'm a slide you. <laughs> Okay, so I've had a personal experience with spicy chocolate. I actually enjoy spicy chocolate. There used to be these cocoa dusted almonds that was like, it was a mix of like cocoa, cinnamon, and cayenne pepper. It had a little bit of a, a little something to it. And I freaking loved it. So a, a little bit of pepper in the chocolate has always been a thing that I personally enjoy. And for some reason, my loving husband had discovered the world's hottest chocolate bar. That's what it's called. World's Hottest Chocolate Bar. You can find it on Amazon. It is a chocolate bar that has like 30 something little squares. Literally, it's this big. It's probably three inches wide or something like that. Listen, Tahina's that girl too. Um, But it's a tiny, tiny chocolate bar. And it has this spicy like pepper extract that's mixed into the chocolate. And he decided, you know, we should do this challenge one Christmas because we had the whole family and all the cousins were there and stuff. And, you know, Black people like competition. And who could last like, or who could either last the longest or not react, right? Who can handle it, essentially? It's a travesty. I'm gonna tell you right now. It was a full travesty. Me, being the competitive person that I am, I'm not gonna back down. I'm gonna take it. There were tiny little squares, like smaller than like your pinky fingernail. Tiny, 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 tiny. But when I tell you it was instant fire in my mouth I don't recommend I recommend it for the sheer experience but like please have your insurance paid up to date because you very well might have to go to the ER and I am not exaggerating this mess is incredibly spicy have you guys seen like reaction videos on YouTube when people do like spicy challenges and stuff have you seen those yuppers and it's so funny because like when they say it not only is your booty burning but your body's burning it's like you feel this intense burn all the way down from your throat or your esophagus all the way down to every single intestine that is just going and going and it comes out and your asshole is literally on fire because you're pooping hotness. I feel like that's the closest I've ever become to like internal combustion, like a literal explosion because it is, it is so hot. We're not, I'm not talking jalapeno. I'm not talking serrano. I'm not talking habanero. I'm talking literal from the devil's fucking bakery. Okay. This mess is ridiculous. I highly recommend you don't do it. And if you do film it, cause I'm gonna watch it. Maybe that's irresponsible, but it's very entertaining, but I, I truly, I wouldn't recommend it. I also found on kind of the flip side of the spicy chocolate, the world's most expensive chocolate, which is a bunch of really fancy European chocolates that nobody can pronounce. I'm gonna be real. (laughs) There's so many on this list that I found. None of it is anything that I am familiar with. However, comma, they look decadent. They look absolutely delightful. And I've always had this dream plan to go to like Belgium, to all of the little patisseries, all of the little boutiques and shops and just eat my way through Europe specifically on in Switzerland specifically on chocolate which is really funny because Switzerland is the biggest consumer of chocolate in the world it makes sense from seeds chocolate because my uncle who used to travel a lot he everywhere he'd go he would um, bring back my grandmother chocolate and he would always yeah she found out that she really loved seeds chocolate so he would always bring her that chocolate or more the more delicate chocolate that's very that you can't like you just need a piece 
taste and it satisfies you. you it's not like Hershey's chocolate that you eat in like eight bars and you're like, I'm still needing a fix. That's not real chocolate to me. That's that, you know, that kid stuff. We want the adult taste, having that adult palate. Yes. You're gonna pay a little bit more money. That you will. I definitely felt like I was grown up or have gotten to the grown up part of life when my chocolate tastes have changed. <laughs> you know what I mean? You start eating, you know, like Ghirardelli and Lint and these European based companies and the chocolates that they have and eating Godiva and things like that. Like if you give me a Hershey bar, I will cuss you out. I will throw it at your face. Unless it is a specialty dark. Now Hershey's special dark chocolate is that girl that I will give me a whole bag of that, that I will devour with the quickness. The regular stuff, you can keep that. But like those little dark chocolate, those specialty dark like nuggets, oh, that I can get behind. But definitely having that elevated, like a, a chocolate chocolate store like C's and you know Ghirardelli you can find those at the outlets and stuff and they have those big Ghirardelli towers that you can purchase online that has like the cocoa and chocolate covered pretzels and the oh those are like the best freaking gifts I absolutely love them so y'all talking about the Hershey special dark my favorite is the milk chocolate with toffee and almonds my fave my fave that sounds really good that sounds really good I just need it to be in dark chocolate and then we can talk about it I feel like because dark chocolate to me is just so much more of a like real chocolate experience for me and, and my taste buds. I've seen stuff that I love. Like I love pecan, like caramel clusters and stuff, but I need those in dark chocolate. Like I need a dark version of some of those popular things, which is why when your mainstream US candy companies came out with dark versions of chocolate bars, like the dark Reese's, dark chocolate Reese's, the dark chocolate Snickers, like the just the dark chocolate versions of your normal candy bars, I was eating it up because I'm like, I like this, but I need this in the dark chocolate version and oh change my world set my whole world. Ooh, the midnights milky way midnights you are not wrong about that i haven't had that in a very long time i should probably get one very soon give me a dark chocolate version of something i will absolutely eat it i absolutely will love it did you know though that milk chocolate originated in jamaica i did not know that did you know that i did when i read the outline listen <laughs> oh nay so the story on this is that like of course jamaica used to be well is a british colonized island right it was owned and operated by the british for quite some time their money had the queen's face on it all that stuff they are independent from the crown now but at one point they were they were colonized by the british and so this white dude comes over we don't even know his name it's not important this white dude comes over and he's like i think you haven't like they're they're drinking chocolate with milk like that's like a thing that they had been doing they've been doing this in jamaica since like the 1400s and he came over in the 1600s with, and was like, oh my gosh, this is a new thing. No, it ain't. It's been there for a whole two centuries prior to you showing up, sir. But they would drink, they would have a chocolate drink and they would mix hot milk with their cocoa. And that's how milk chocolate kind of started. So i.e., for those of you that don't know and haven't caught on thus far, milk chocolate is chocolate mixed with milk, which is why it has like that light brown color as opposed to the dark chocolate, which is a more intensely deeper, richer shade of brown because it doesn't have as much milk and cream in it or sugar because it's a little bit more bitter but yeah milk chocolate originated in jamaica and about 60 percent of the world's supply of like cocoa comes from two countries in africa is that a surprise to anybody on this pod no because all the resources come from africa 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 and they try to steal it from us too 
So there's that. So I was like, oh, well, obviously, <laughs> even though 60% of the world's cocoa comes from Africa, most of the chocolate consumed is not in that country. It's, it's exporting. It's one of their, like, not necessarily the most expensive exports, but most profitable exports, I guess. So yeah, so uh, essentially, uh, Black people and chocolate, we go way back. <laughs> Needless to say, I mean, you said it earlier, God created chocolate. So God is a chocolate person that looks like us that we can eat chocolate all day because it's healthy for us. No side eyes. I see you making small eyes at me. Don't make small eyes. It's the truth. Tis the truth. I, you know, one of my favorite things to do, I've kind of been getting more into red wine. I'm more of a white wine drinker and I like them kind of sweet, but I'm, I'm trying to grow up. I'm trying to mature into, you know, dabble in the red wine, but I really enjoy doing like wine tasting things where they have a little they have like your little wine flights and then they also have like pairings that go with the wine not necessarily like full-on meals or something like that but they have like little like you know little like snackies that pair with it so like there's usually a little thing of nuts or something like almonds or something like that but my favorite is when they pair like a rich dark chocolate with like a red wine I could do that all day that's my probably my favorite chocolate pairing is like a rich dark chocolate with maybe like a creamy ganache or something and like a glass of red wine that's some good stuff and it intensifies the flavors of both of them when you have them simultaneously i know you're talking about wine and like pairing but one of my favorite ones was a beer and donut pairing that we did once before yes true fat kid moment and they had like a stout beer paired with like a chocolate kind of donut situation it was yummy that sounds really interesting and it reminds me of I I was watching a video on like fair food and there was like a a chocolate beer where it has some sort of I don't know I guess it was brewed with some sort of cocoa or something like that so it was nice dark and brown and then they actually dressed the cup with like cocoa powder and like crushed like chocolate chips or something on top of it see that looks that looks fun so like, like when you said it it doesn't it doesn't strike me as incredibly odd because I've seen like chocolate beers before and that's just a really interesting combination that's cool I like that and so audience go out get you some chocolate enjoy the delicate of chocolate and also get you some brownies I don't know about that real velvet don't no, stay away from red velvet red velvet cake however chocolate and caramel is amazing and I'm getting these hard side eyes from my co-host right now because they are literally giving me like side eyes with daggers but with that we are going to transition into moments of melanation moments of melanation moments of melanation is where we highlight a black person doing their thing today for moments of melanation we are highlighting so we are highlighting 10 ish black owned chocolate companies now the issue is because I found a link of 10 chocolate, Black-owned chocolate companies. However, comma, when I clicked on the link, some of them ain't in business no more or don't have an internet presence anymore. So 10-ish. But we have some that provide corporate chocolate gifts. We have some that are vegan. There are a lot from, well, there's one from Harlem. They just all look like really, really good chocolates. And the links to all the ones that are still active will be in the blog. But I just thought it was great that there are actually African or chocolate companies with owners from the diaspora still in business, especially since 60% of chocolate comes from African countries, well, two African countries. 
So ladies, what did y'all have a chance to peruse this list? What tickled your fancy? Did anything make you want to say, oh, I need to go to their website and buy some chocolate? The short answer is yes, it did. And I want to add to this list because I've been following this company for a while and their chocolate bars just look really cool. Is Threesome Chocolates. They're also black owned. And I like, I mean, these bars are just so cool. They also do a lot with ruby chocolate, which I always find like really interesting. And their bars are really cool because they mix like three different types of chocolate together in one bar, which is really cool. But I love just the creativity that these creators have come up with when it comes to this type of confection, because chocolate is tricky to work with. Like you have to temper it correctly. It has to be melted at a certain temperature at a certain speed. Otherwise it will bloom, which is why I'd be looking ashy. It's not old. It's not mold or anything. It's just the air bubbles like moved out of the chocolate faster. And that's just what happens, right? So it can be tricky and you can burn it very easily. So it's not the easiest ingredient to work with. So for all of the different types of tasties that they get to make with these chocolates are just really, really cool. And they definitely deserve way more shine and light. And honestly, these things are probably super expensive and we just hadn't seen them up until now. And they've been doing really great and they've been there for years uh, because these are places that are like all over the world and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But I just, I love that there are so many when you're actually doing some research and finding Black-owned confectionery shops, Black-owned chocolate shops. There's a lot more than you think there are and they make some pretty dope stuff. So I'm excited because Chocolate Secrets is actually in Dallas. And so when I saw it on the list and I was like, that makes sense. And I say that makes sense because my friend has been continually trying to get me to go there. And she's like, you're going to love it. It's all like, that's where all the black people hang out. It's really good chocolate. I'm like, I don't want to go to no chocolate place. Like, do they have brownies? <laughs> what, 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 is, what is this? But so I'm excited because they are in Dallas and they are relatively good because she likes them a lot. But even with them, I even thought about like how they have like, if you go on their website, they do like these custom designs with chocolate. So it's like a boot and stuff like that or you can like get something very creative but I don't know if y'all watch shows like this but I really 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 love like dessert making shows or like the greatest baker or like even (laughs) even like the cake competitions where you literally and they have to work with chocolate and you really see how delicate chocolate is but how not malleable but how you can form it to different things and I remember this one episode the lady was like yes yes that's the that's the one um I'll let you say that one um this one episode this lady um was making chocolate and she was trying to make like little balls to go on like her Christmas tree so she had to hair up and make it but then freeze the chocolate because it has to like uh Sunny D said it has to go through this process but they were speeding it up and it came out and her balls broke and I was like no you worked so hard but I just think of stuff like that and just think of how like and it's this guy I follow on Instagram and he does this beautiful he did a whole entire deer out of chocolate and I'm like you not only have to be a visionary you have to be a craftsmanship and you have to understand the science when you're working with chocolate so it is an amazing ingredient but and it's delicious to eat those baking pastry shows are I could probably add that to my guilty favorites too because I was just watching the greatest British baking show and I was like the black chick better win 
<laughs> she made this mask with like these macaroons and stuff. I was like, yes, because she had her braids. I was all in it. Okay. I was like, she better win this, this challenge. I love those. Just man, the creativity behind it. That shit is so fascinating to see us be part of stuff like that is so cool. Yes, yeah, so I actually dropped in our chat two different dessert shows. So Zumbo just dessert and sweet genius. I don't know which one the guy wanted me to name, but those are both of my well, two of my favorite. But all this talk about chocolate and everything else makes me now want a ruby cacao brownie. I don't know who makes them. I don't know where I can find one, but I need that before I leave this earth. Sunny D has found a recipe for her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she will make these too. And with that, y'all, please, please, please go out and patronize these stores, the ones that are still active. Nay will have all of these in the blog. So y'all can actually click on the links. Click on the links and actually go and taste these amazing, amazing chocolates. And with that, you know, we end every single episode with an affirmation. And today's affirmation is... Today's affirmation is just like the most exquisite chocolate. I am decadent, luscious, deep, and rich. I am luxury at its finest and I attract nothing less as Nakai body rolls. I am going to say that every time I eat chocolate and every time I eat my brownie and I had a brownie this morning and I'm going to have one this evening and I'm going to say that over the brownie as it goes into my body and tells me that I deserve and I am luxury and I am the finest of the finest of the finest as I attract nothing less. So thank you, Nay. So guys, you know, we come up with all of the content, but this is y'all's podcast too, uh, to some extent. So please, if you have any other topics that you want us to delve more into, any topics you want to hear our takes on, because you know, we keep it popping hot over here. Email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or hit up that little drop box on our website at wheresmyblueprintpod.com. Once again, you can email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or drop us a little comment, a little note, a little suggestion at wheresmyblueprintpod.com. And so with that, thank you so much for this episode, y'all. Like as Sunny D said at the beginning, we are chocolate lovers. We like caramel more, but we are chocolate lovers and we appreciate chocolate. And so y'all can listen to this episode every Wednesday, not this episode, but y'all can listen to our episodes every Wednesday. <laughs> Drop Spotify, Apple, YouTube. Um, Check out all of naysays at wheresmyblueprintpod.com. Again, wheresmyblueprintpod.com. And we have a newsletter coming out. And with this news letter. Yes. I'm going to hand it to Sunny D to let you know where you can sign up for our newsletter. We got some exclusives for our VIPs. You can go to our link tree in the bio on our Instagram page. Okay. At where's my blueprint five on IG. And within that link tree, you will see our newsletter, like sign up, you go in there, it pops up. It's super simple. You put in your email information. It's super short. And then you guys will be right there and ready to receive the newsletter. That'll have all kinds of bonus content that we haven't posted yet. Some first looks at Nay's notes from Nay, the blog that we do every week, as well as some really cool stuff just for our VIP. So if you guys have topics, you guys have ideas, you guys want to talk and even get to know us as your host a little bit better, VIP is a place to be. And with that, we are over and out. Bye. Peace out.